Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Work Party, the podcast where we are throwing out the rule book and bringing you real talk and hot takes on what is happening in the working world right now, because life moves fast. If we've learned anything from the past few years, it's that the only constant is change. And we can't pretend everything is status quo. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and it's Hot Take Time, where we ask guests to let us in on a fresh POV that they feel super passionate about. From spicy money talk to unexpected relationship advice, love them or hate them, agree or disagree, these piping hot and sometimes controversial takes will get you thinking. So let's get into it. You may know TV personality Kelty Knight as the co-anchor behind major nationwide broadcasts from Grammy Awards red carpet to the Thanksgiving Day Parade, my personal fave, love watching you every year. She has appeared on countless shows in the world of entertainment, including Entertainment Tonight, The Insider and E! News as a chief correspondent, and interviewed some of the biggest names in Hollywood, such as Oprah Winfrey, Tom Hanks, and Meryl Streep, just to name a few. Throughout her career, Kelty has hit major career highs that people only dream of. She's a three-time Emmy Award-winning TV personality, a New York Times bestselling author, and founder and co-host of popular long-running podcast, Lady Gang. She's left an indelible mark on the entertainment industry, and she's only just getting started. And Kelty is now the creator, executive producer, and host of the newly debuted music series, Super Fan, on CBS. Needless to say, she is a force to be reckoned with and an incredible entrepreneur in her own right. So welcome, Kelty. Oh my God, when you say it out loud, I'm like, okay, you're doing okay, sweetie. Let but it like, wash over you. Let that <laughs> wash over you. Thank you so much. That was so nice. I really, ah, okay. It's like a warm hug. It's a warm hug. I'm so excited to be here. This has been like, we've now known each other like a decade. I have been know. like beside, and I, I know I've done your podcast when it was somewhere else, and then you've done our, and anyway, it's just so cool to be back. So it's, thanks for having me. Truly, you're one of my favorite people Aww. in the world. Like, Aww. I love watching you from afar, Thank knowing you, you in person, and you're just such a pleasure. And I'm so excited to dive into this yes. hot topic with you. So yep. you've built this incredible career, and, you know, I'd love to dive into, obviously, we're a career-driven company, but we're, the personal is professional. Like, yeah. let's get real. So can you tell us what is your hot take? Well, my hot take is that you do not have to have children to have a fulfilled life. And I can't believe I'm saying that out loud because this is where everyone comes in and yells at me and tells me I'm a horrible person. And I just think of like all the years that I've seen like magazine covers with Jennifer Aniston calling her like just a 
jerk for like not having children and what's wrong with you and why are you so cold hearted and why don't you like kids? You know, and and it's been cool because as Gen Z has come up underneath us elder millennials, um, it's been cool to watch them be so empowered in their life and be like, I actually am just going to build my life for what I want it to be. And I mean, I have lots of reasons, but yeah, that's my that's my hot take today. I love this hot take. I mean, as two childless women sitting here. I call us childless wonders. <laughs> childless wonders. I love it. No, I think it's such an interesting point of view because I think, as you mentioned, you pro- people come for you because I think specifically women of our generation, yeah. you could never say you didn't want kids or didn't like kids. Like you are immediately a monster, right? But now I think that narrative has shifted and changed a little bit. Have you experienced that? Yeah, I can remember, you know, a time when I was told like, well, you'll never actually host a television show because women can't relate to you. You Mm. don't have a child. And I watched my mentors and my peers in the entertainment business who did have kids have the wildest rides, like Ugh. such an unfair, you know, uh, disadvantage to mm. nobody cared. So it was like extra wild and crazy. And what I've been through in my career to get where I am, I think, well, how how could you have possibly done that? And the truth is a lot of those women are no longer working on television because at a certain point, you can't actually be a good human, a good mom and a good worker. Like it just doesn't work. And it's insane to think that anyone can do that. Absolutely. And I think as much as people say we've progressed, we've made progress, we've done all these things, most of the larger institutional companies, they're not excited that you're having a kid. Like they're going to be like, oh, yay, maternity leave and all these things. But once you see the inner workings of sort of how these things work, and especially as someone who runs companies, yeah, it's pretty wild to watch it play out. Because I think, at least for me, like it was funny, I was getting my hair done yesterday and the woman next to me was getting her hair done. She, she had not had her hair done in years because she is a new mom and it's been crazy. But she's like, I have this interview for I'm getting back in the workforce. But she was like, I'm interviewing specifically at companies for moms by moms because I don't think anyone else will get it. And I don't think I'll get the flexibility I need mm-hmm. to live my life. And I just thought that was so sad. I mean, it was a great company, but I was like, oh, it's so sad that like not only do you have to pull yourself out of the workforce where, you know, quote unquote, nothing's going to happen to your career. You're going to come right back. No problem. We all know that doesn't necessarily happen every single time. And then you, when you go back in, you have to look for a job that's going to let you be a human. <laughs> right. And it, I, I just, for me, it, I have a bunch of reasons why I, you know, never, never had kids. I feel okay about my decision. I mean, I do feel like on my deathbed, I'll probably be like, oh man, what would that be like? And, mm. and you know, it's not that I dislike children or dislike kids. I enjoy some kids, but I didn't grow up in a kid-heavy family. I was sort of like the youngest one. And my parents still live in Canada. I don't have a tribe around me here mm. in Los Angeles. And so I, I felt like I was very alone. And I have a brother who's mentally ill. And so is my going to be my responsibility for my whole life. So I always like joke and he would thank God he doesn't listen to work party. But like if <laughs> if he did, he, he, I think his feelings would be hurt. But like I always say to people like I have a 44 year old like kid. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have someone in my life that is I'm gonna have to I have the same responsibilities and and there's a very much like a taking care of there. Um and then when you grow up with someone in your life who is mentally ill, it is genetic. It's, you know, it's something that's passed down generation to generation. And so the fear that I've had mm. about having my own kids and what they would be like and what that would look like is just too terrifying. And I was like, nope, you know what? 
I'm going to just like put a period in this gene pool at this moment and like call it and uh, bye. Like that's the end, you know? (laughs) Well, to your point, the whole idea of like nuclear family, husband, wife, child, white picket fence, mortgage. I think that's getting dismantled to an extent. Like you said, you have a unique family situation, right? I think most people have sort of a unique family situation these days. Yeah. But one thing I'm interested in talking about is that conversation with your partner. Yeah. Because I think that's something that's interesting, you know, going into dating. You know, I don't know if you've always felt like you didn't want kids or if this came about like through your relationship and, and what that conversation looks like. Yeah, I think with my husband, he's also in show business. And Mm. it was like one of those things where we just were both such career-minded people that we were just like obsessed with our career when we first met and then grew together. And by the time it was like kind of time to have kids in our marriage, we, we sort of started looking around and I have to be honest with you, like nobody's really selling the dream, you know, like a lot of my girlfriends, a lot Mm. of my coworkers, like... Yes, maybe sometimes on Facebook when it's like back to school or a birthday, but the people that I know and love, like they're really struggling. Like Mm -hmm. it is so hard to be a mom and and exhausting and emotionally exhausting. And so I I don't know, my my husband, I don't know if he would be a great dad. Like we're (laughs) just sort of laser focused career people. Yeah. And I did have a pregnancy in 2019 and you know, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Okay, well, I guess this is. And then I had a miscarriage. And Mm. so, like, the decision was made for me. But I have to be honest with you, like, I was pretty freaked out. But I think everyone is. So I was like, if it had happened, I like, I always go to my gyno every year. And she's like, are you still not doing anything about having a baby? I was like, no. I mean, if it happened, she's like, but if you're old now and like, (laughs) you know, we should really talk about this. And anyway, so yeah, I, I think the decision is the decision has been made. And I was like, I was relieved Mm. when that pregnancy didn't work out. Yeah. I, <laughs> look, I More mean... More people are going to hate me now. Sorry. No, no. I mean, I think that's... There's probably so many people that can relate to that feeling. You know, I think it's always... Like, everyone says there's not a good time, but, like, sometimes there's really not a good time. And, like, it's always challenging. You know, I think even for me, like, I've... I've never been pregnant or had that, but I was in a 10-year-long relationship or marriage, relationship, whatever, same same diff. <laughs> but I also, my, you know, ex-husband struggled with addiction issues. And so, like, even with your stuff where you're like, I feel like I have a child, like, I mean, love you if you're listening. But, like, you were taking care I was of taking care else. of someone else. So it's like, I do feel like in many ways, the thought of having another child, having another responsibility yeah. in that con- the context of that situation felt extremely overwhelming and yeah. crippling to me to the yeah. point where I couldn't even think about it. Yeah. You know, that being said, now that I'm divorced and and single, like I do, I'm like, oh, I should have froze my eggs or I should have given myself options when I was younger. But at the same time, I'm I'm sort of, I'm open to all possibilities. Like I I feel like that's, I, I, because I know women who are like, I want to be a mom and that's what I want. And that's what I've always wanted. And those are the people that should be Be moms. moms. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the people should be moms because they're like, like my best friend, Christina Perry, she, she's been through so much and had, if you don't know her story, like she's, she had a very, very, very late loss and just Mm -hmm. had pick her new baby pixie a year ago. And like, she wanted to be a mom from the time I met her when she was 17. Exactly. And it's so hard and terrible. And she's like, but at the end of the day, like I just sit on my phone and look at pictures of my girls. And I'm like, those are the people that should be moms. I like to make television shows. (laughs) I like to make podcasts. I like to birth other things. And that's what I'm good at. And that's what I 
you know, I think that's what I'm here on the planet to do. Yeah. And and I think that's, again, as someone who now I'm 38 and I have a lot of childless friends that are, whether it's a career decision, whether it's a personal choice, like yeah. whatever, I actually feel like there's like a big crew movement. of us. There's like a yeah. mo- more of a movement towards it. And even like maybe having kids later in life or whatever. Yeah. But I do think there's like this movement towards the pressure's a little off. And I think if there is pressure on, sometimes it comes from the partner, which I understand like things sure. change and yeah. and all that. So I think it's it's tough, but I do think it's like we're kind of myth busting the having it all mentality. Yeah, you just can't. Like what I'm doing right now, like we're Lady Gang is still like full force. I'm chief correspondent in news, like you said. So I'm working at E, you know, three or four days a week preparing for interviews, doing interviews, and then launching Superfan. Like, I have three essentially full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. And I, to be honest with you, like, I can't really even take care of myself. Yeah. Like, I need to be having a vegetable and some <laughs> sleep that doesn't involve, like, big pharma. And, like, there's just a <laughs> lot of parts of me that, like, I'm still treating myself like a toddler, which is so embarrassing to say. But when we walk, when I walked in, I saw you, you're like, you're crushing it. And like, I'm almost in tears. And Jacqueline's like, what's wrong? I'm like, because it's like, yes, on the outside, like Mm -hmm. I've watched you for years too. Like we're putting out this product and people are like, wow, she really has it together and she's doing such a good job and she must have the most amazing life. And the truth is like, I'm paying it by a string and I can't imagine doing what I'm doing and also having to keep someone else alive because I'm barely, barely, barely keeping myself sane. I love this so much because I can relate so hard. And it's actually a, a nice little theme of some of the episodes we recorded today because Whitney was saying the same thing. She's like, I'm a new mom. I'm barely like alive. I'm just like trying to get myself through things. So there is this moment in your life. And I think I think you're, you've gone through it in many interludes, but like this is another version of it where things are just hitting, right? The shows are getting bought. Podcasts are going good. Like yeah. everything's going good. And like, I think as women, we're like, I got to hold on to this. I got to ride this wave at like, you know, and of course you're yeah. left by the wayside, like you're personal, you know, but yeah, I think it's, I think so it's true. tough because I think we've also experienced the lows of no one calling and nothing happening. And so when you, when these things hit, we go full force, but we also fuck ourselves over. Yeah, no, 100%. It's, it's, you know, I, I was saying the other day, like I, I keep waiting for my life to change in some major way where like one, the fruits of my success would somehow like be monumental enough that like I would notice a visual, like a, an actual shift in my life, whether that be, you know, I'm making so much more money than I ever was before that I can hire the person who's going to make me eggs in the, like something that would change my life, but I'm not there. Like, I'm still like, cool, I'm driving my Hyundai, like living my life. And like, I, I keep waiting for like that big turn or the thing where all of a sudden, like my career, like, yes, I'm, I have all these jobs, but like, I'm waiting for that moment where everyone's like, you know who we should get? It's Kelty. But like, that also has never happened. Like right. I, I keep having to go out and creating the places that I want and the tables that I want to sit mm-hmm. at. And I was having a conversation with my lawyer the other day. She's like, I'm so proud of you. And you know, when I talk to my clients that say, oh, nothing's going on. My agent sucks. I tell them about you, the girl with no agent who just starts like creating her stuff. And I was like, creating herself, girl, is exhausted. <laughs> like she's would like to retire tired you know what I would love I would love someone to pick up the phone and be like you know what I've seen you hustle I've seen your work I pick you here's an offer here's a thing we want to have you at something like 
that just is so rare and doesn't happen. And it's like, it is exhausting. Yeah. And here's the thing, and I feel bad even telling it's you this. It's never going to happen. Because here's the I thing. Know. I've had the big exit where you're like, my life is about to change. Yeah. And because of our personalities, yeah. I will tell you now. It's never enough. You can hire the person that's going to make you eggs and you don't because you're like, I want to make my own eggs. I just want to like get it going. I got to get it. You just... It's a personality trait that I think you and I share where it's just you're always you're always going to keep it. I know. Going. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I really do feel like my husband and I have been this, having this conversation of like, OK, are we going to keep going or like we selling our house and are we moving to an island and like getting off social media and Love getting this. like flip flones and like only talking to the people at the Internet Cafe that have our like Gmail account? Like, are we those people? And I was like, it's going to have to be that way for me because I'm very much an all or nothing person. I can't like just chill out in my own home. I've renovated my house. It's so serene. I'm like, look at all these beautiful rooms. I could be in the library having a read. I could be in the bathtub having a relaxing moment. What do I do? I sit in my office and I stare at the wall and I worry about things and obsess about things and write emails at 11 p.m. that I should not yeah. be writing to people and then regretting sending them the next morning. Like, what am I doing? I'm 40 years old. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm telling you though, it is, it's, I had to physically remove myself from Los Angeles to chill because I was like being here whatever the energy is it's like I gotta do it I gotta go I gotta get going I gotta it's it's a totally yeah you have to be brought to an island is what yeah. we're what we're learning investing in education is like having the ultimate key to success whether you're looking to master the fundamentals or stay ahead of the game in an industry that's always changing enrolling yourself in a program can give you the tools you need to succeed ready to educate yourself but don't know where to start Meet Georgia Tech's Scheller's full-time evening and executive MBA programs, consistently ranked top 20 in the nation. In fact, the evening MBA program is the number one part-time MBA program in Georgia. Students can choose from 14 different concentration options and majors, including business analytics, international business, sustainability, and more. Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with average starting salary. Tuition is over 50% lower than other comparably ranked programs. Scheller makes investing in you and your MBA accessible with several scholarships and fellowships just for women. They're all about career transformation. Scheller's MBA career services are ranked top five in the world for six years running. And their advisors can assist you through one-on-one -on -one coaching, interview prep, resumes, and career development workshops, career fairs, and so, so, so much more. Plus, Scheller's College is located right in Atlanta's Tech Square, a hub for startups, corporate innovators, and researchers. Here, students have the opportunity to get real-world experience collaborating on practicums, projects, and internships with the Tech Square community. Women are leaders in the Scheller community and have many opportunities to build their leadership skills through student-led clubs, committees, events, and leadership development programs. At Scheller, it's not just about gaining knowledge, it's about nurturing your personal and professional growth to reach your full potential. Visit gtmbawomen.com, that's gtmbawomen.com to learn more about Georgia Tech's Scheller's MBA programs. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey Kreppel, full-time YouTuber, part-time preschool teacher, and now the host of the podcast Circle Time. Join me every week as me and my guests mix the childlike wonder and conversational openness and acceptance of preschool that we're all nostalgic for with the realism, honesty, and wisdom baked into adulthood. With classroom-structured roots, we'll rehash standout moments of day-to-day -day life, 
dive into buzzy pop culture moments, and really just get to know each other on a deeper level. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Kreppel and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Time. <laughs> Book your next getaway without ever losing sight of your wellness routine. At Weston Hotels, uncover signature offerings that help you move, sleep, and eat well, all while you're on the go. With more than 200 locations around the world, Weston is dedicated to elevating your well-being no matter where you are. Maintain your fitness routine and get moving at the Weston Workout Fitness Studio, filled with state-of-the-art equipment. You can even elevate your workout experience without stepping outside your hotel room. Simply request fitness and recovery gear to be delivered straight to your door on demand. For those of you who prefer outdoor workouts, don't miss the opportunity to join a group run led by Weston's Run Concierge, accompanied by an expert running guide. After your workout, recharge and eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu, designed with foods that make sure your nutritional needs are met. Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind, making it easy for you to continue nourishing your health no matter the destination. When relaxation calls, recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed and enhance your experience by unwinding with Weston's Sleep Well Lavender Balm, an aromatic blend of lavenders and chamomile oils. Weston Hotel and Resorts is part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and award-winning travel programs. At Weston, wellness is seamlessly a part of your stay, enabling you to move, eat, and sleep well. Visit Weston.com to book your stay today. But I think for you, you know, what I love to kind of like hear is like, you've done this on your own, right? Yeah. And I think that also is something that's extremely relatable because I do think some people get those phone calls and some people have the team that's pushing them. But like, you are just doing this on your own. Yeah. And you've now had this amazing success. But like, looking back, what are you happy you did? And what do you regret? So, yes, I did it on my own. I've always had amazing mentors and I've had like really cool partners throughout the year. So I just want to caveat that because like I sound like an asshole when I'm like, I've done this alone. Mm. I did have a long-term agent that I just split with. And so I've had people in my life like pushing for me for sure. Mm -hmm. But I I guess like I, it's one of those things where I just have always felt less than and I felt like I was the imposter syndrome is so real Mm. where I was like, I'm literally fooling everyone. Like that girl over there is cool. That girl over there is cool. I don't have that. And so I'm going to have to create my thing. For me, I think the secret sauce is like flipping the page faster. Mm. So what I've learned over the years is like I would get obsessed about an idea and then I would take so much time to perfect it and make it so perfect and like redo my whole life to wrap around that idea. And then when I went out to sell it or I went out to try to make it a thing and it bombed, it was like three years of work had been invested in it. I'm not that way anymore. I'm a little bit more scrappy. I'm a little bit more like this is good enough for this pitch. I'm going to think it through, but I'm not going to think it through so deeply that like I know every answer to every question Mm. before I pitch because like 
hey, it's like, I always say it's like going into a store. It's like you see something and you walk over and like you like it. So like that's my first pitch is like you like it. And then someone like touches the fabric and they're like, well, what is it made of and how does it work? And like that's my like second level of pitching. And then like looking at the how much is this going to cost me is my third level. So like I don't go into pitches or ideas anymore at that third level of like, here's exactly how we would figure this out. I'm like, I have this idea. It's kind of dumb, but like I also think it's great. It's a music show about like fans, you know, and then I'm like, how would it work? Okay, it would work like this. And then we figured the rest out as we went along. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like the faster turnover. I agree. I think it's 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 faster, quicker. It's like the 80% rule, just 80% it. Like just get it out in the world. Like we don't have time for the perfectionism, especially in this new age where it's like you're hot you're not this platform that platform move to this and do that like it's just it's so exhausting where like the idea of perfecting anything feels impossible and the thing is is that like i i guess and and i hope your listeners take this to heart like there can only be and this is some this is like a talk to myself but like there can only be a couple it girls at a time mm. and i remember when i um, forever ago i started working at cbs i was working on the insider.com and my boss at the time this like icon of television producing linda bell blue was like you know just remember it's great to not be a star and i was like what cuz like you think like well no i'm going to be julian ratzik like i don't know what you're talking about and and she was like stars come and go but we'll be here forever and because it was like an entertainment news show. And and I think this is like something that I have to think about and stop myself in my tracks is like, I'm so happy for the Tyler Oakleys and the Alex Earls and the whoever's of the world that like get their moment, their TikTok moment or their YouTube moment or whatever that is. And they are the biggest thing. And every brand in America and every agent and every network is like, I wish we could get in business with this person this year because they're the hot thing. I'm sometimes very jealous of that, but oftentimes when I can actually like get good in my soul, I'm very happy I'm like a slow burn. Mm. I'm happy that I'm a girl that's been around for 15 years. I've never been the it thing. I've never been so hot that I could then be cold. I've just been lukewarm the whole time. (laughs) And I've just been like kind of fighting and scrappy my whole way. And I think like, yeah, you don't get invited to the coolest parties and you don't get you know, the millions and millions of followers. But like, I have a nice little crevice cut out for myself. I think people, most people will either really hate me or like enjoy me. And, you know, I I think I've been a girl's girl. I think we've all been really supportive of each other as we've built our brands and different things like that. And I think people know like, hey, well, when I have a book, when I have a thing, like I can go to Kelty and she'll help me out. Mm. But like, I'm glad that I didn't have that moment where I was like, the Colleen Ballinger or like whatever that is. Yeah. Because it's always changing. Like you said, there's like the Vine moment, the TikTok moment, the YouTube moment, the the Snapchat girl. Like I just, I'm glad I wasn't that girl. I, as much as I want to be that girl. Does I that make sense? A hundred percent. We all want to be the hot, hot it girl, but I love this lukewarm lady. Lukewarm lady. <laughs> lukewarm lady is like, she's, she's sticking around. She's never that hot. You know, like no one's that excited. She's always like on the red carpet being like, Kelty Knight with a K, take my picture. You know, she's calling the paparazzi on herself. And that's just like, listen, we're here for the long haul, y'all. The long haul, long haul, y'all. Like lukewarm lady. I I love this so much. We're going to get a sweatshirt made. See you in 20 years. Still be lukewarm. Never hot, never Never cold. cold. Just, just middle of the road. Just riding, just riding, just below where it matters. I 
am also a lukewarm lady and I love this so much. But I also understand it because I too will see, like I see the the catapult rocket ship of the Alex Earls and the whoever's and I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I was, the, oh, I was so close. No, yeah. I wasn't. And that's okay. But also I will say just to like throw you a little shade as the woman who's like not invited to the cool events, you're at cons, like you're looking gorgeous in gowns at every event I see you, girl. So. But I'm there as a member of the press. <laughs> Nobody's actually inviting me to the Met Gala. I want to be like very clear on this. Like, Again, lukewarm lady. A lukewarm lady. Like, the Met Gala. I'm gonna, I'm fooling you because like, yeah, I went in an amazing gown and I got my picture taken and somehow it ended up in Vogue. But like, I was not on the invite list. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lukewarm lady just like sliding in, just just doggy paddling into the crowd and just I, seeing where she can pop up. This is what I'm striving for in my life is just to be a lukewarm lady on like the side corner of the carpet. Like, you know, you know that's a life. And also you have to like, someone was talking to me today, earlier today, and they were like, you're just, you're the most delusional person I know. And I'm like, yeah. And and I'm I'm kind of glad that, like, I, I'm glad that I'm delusional enough to have a good time doing it because mm. I think if you, if I took myself really seriously, I would be very embarrassed for myself <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I do go to things. I'm overdressed. I always have the outfit. Like, I'm always trying, like, trying so hard. And that's actually when we made Superfan, we were doing the focus groups, which are like, don't ever do that. <laughs> it's worse than the internet. But they basically put like 20 people in a room and they watch your show and then everyone gets to just talk for like an hour about what they hate about you and you get to... I was executive producer, so this is like one of the first times in my life I've actually get to watch the focus group instead of just like hearing about it later. And like the feedback was like, Why? that girl's trying so hard. <laughs> oh, and I'm no. like... I'm like, well, Brenda, I am trying hard. You know why? Because the network gave me this many millions of dollars to make a show. I'm a female creator. That literally never happens. There has not been a new shiny floor format on this network in like six years. I was like, I am trying hard. And you know what? I am wearing a latex dress to get your attention because I need ratings, okay? I need everyone to stop their televisions. If you think for a minute that I'm going to show up in like a floral love shack fancy to host this show. You better your best damn believe mind. Yeah. it's going to be full sweet sequined, rented from a showroom because no one would actually dress me. You know, like, listen, lukewarm. I, lukewarm ladies living our lives and getting shit talked by Brenda's. Like, this is what we're doing. I was like, well, maybe you feel bad about yourself because you've never done anything. Uh, and, and that's fine, Brenda. But like, but I will say this. You have to have a healthy bit of delusion. Yes. To be successful. 100%. You have to. Because you walk in and you're like, well, this, my idea is the best idea. And like, if you're, if you actually are not delusional, you'll know that like, no. No, it's not. You're not the <laughs> smartest, best, prettiest in the room. But like something about me is like, I'm it. I did it. This is it. Like everyone should get on board. And, and that's what's really difficult in uh, my life is that like, I can get the thing made or the thing like over the, you know, Mine. and then I have to like keep selling it forever. And I'm like, why is no one coming on the lukewarm lady boat with me? Like I'm alone. I'm alone <laughs> in this sinking boat trying to like keep afloat. And I'm just, that's when I want everyone to get like, on the arc and like be like, ooh, yeah, Kelty, you did it. Here it is. And I'm like, I'm still just like looking around being like, okay, are you, are you guys seeing this? Or like, <laughs> is anyone going to clap? Tuning in? <laughs> like, Who's tuning in? <laughs> are, where are my flowers? Yeah. You know? I need a trophy immediately. But like, this is so true. You do your first episode of a podcast. No one's listening. You host your first event. No one's coming. Like, 
you have to keep going. Like, I think that's the thing. And like, even for me, 15 years later, it's like, I'm still pushing shit over, like up a hill with a rock with, you know, like the whole thing. But it's also like navigating, navigating the feeling of you've been doing this for so long. Like, I'm just like, we've been in it for a long time. And then all the newness comes and newness is so sexy to brands and mm-hmm. people. And people are like, have you heard this new podcast? And I'm like, have you heard this old podcast <laughs> called Lady Gang? <laughs> 600 episodes for your pleasure. Like, everyone's always obsessed with like the new. And I'm like, but what about the very reliable? <laughs> like, you know, it's sexy old. And the old is sexy, reliable. They're every Tuesday for you. But, but it's been hard because... I also like I, I we were talking about children and having a fulfilled life and <laughs> we are way we're away. <laughs> way off. But what I wanted to come back to is just say like, you know, for a long time, I did actually think that my work could fulfill me. Mm. And I thought, oh, all my Hollywood friends and all these people that I've made and the women that I've mentored and all of these successes and the Emmys and whatever else, like that's going to lead to a fulfilled life for me. And I have to say like this year, I'm I'm in this meltdown series of my life where like I am realizing for the first time, like you said, like this is actually not fulfilling. What's fulfilling is that I work hard and I can pay for my parents to go to Tahiti for their anniversary. Mm. I can, you know, help my friend who's going through divorce. I can, whatever, like all of those things that you can now, like that's fulfilling to me. Finishing my house, walking my dog, like spending time with my husband, like those things are fulfilling, but the work is never fulfilling because people as a whole are so disappointing. And so you keep waiting for the people you've mentored to be like, oh, I'm gonna now help you because you mentored me into being a star and now I'm gonna then post about your thing. And when they don't, Mm. it's like, it's devastating. You get so disappointed and I know you've been there. Oh yeah. And so like thinking that a career can fulfill you, I think is one of your biggest mistakes. Mm -hmm. And we see it, especially all the time in the Lady Gang Facebook group is people are like, I thought my work friends like loved me. And it's like, they don't. Mm -mm. And I hate what I hate the most out of anywhere is when you work for a company and they're like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're a part of the work party family (laughs) because it's not a family. I would never have such a nasty contract negotiation with my family. Like my family has to love me through whatever and they have to be there and they're going to be loyal and they're going to love me forever. Like, no, this to, isn't a family. This is a J-O-B. To quote Drake, no friends in the industry. N- Listen, I totally agree because I, it's so hard to reconcile that. I'll say that, number one, because you want it to be true. Well, even when you were at Crane Cultivate and stuff, like you had all these girls working for you and they like looked up to you and you were like the mama hen and everyone was like, ah, and they're like, it's hard. It's so hard. To not look at your assistant and to look at these people working at you and be like, I actually care about you. I do care about you. But you're not my family. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Ever had those moments when work stress feels like a heavy backpack you can't seem to take off? And during the night, it's as if your brain refuses to unwind. I know I have countless times. I find myself wide awake at night, lost in thoughts about my business, especially when I was first starting out as an entrepreneur. And sometimes all you need is a little help finding that off switch to calm your mind. Speaking with a therapist can be a powerful step towards a solution and getting to the root of all of those racing thoughts. There's no easier way to connect with a therapist than BetterHelp. As the world's largest online therapy service, BetterHelp has a network of more than 33,000 licensed therapists who can offer the support and guidance you need to manage stress and ultimately get the rest you need and deserve. Getting started 
is so easy. Just answer a brief questionnaire about your unique needs and preferences and BetterHelp will do the rest. No more hours of searching for the right available therapist. BetterHelp does the matching for you, saving you time and stress. And here's the best part. You can connect with your therapist in the way that suits you best. So whether that's through text, chat, phone, or video, you're in control. BetterHelp's mission is simple, to provide accessible, affordable, and convenient professional therapy so that anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime and anywhere. Speaking to a therapist can help target the thoughts keeping you up at night. No more hours staring at the ceiling, waiting for the sun to come up, and spending your days exhausted and less productive. Find the clarity and peace you need to be the best version of yourself. Plus, with BetterHelp, you have the freedom to switch therapists at any time without any extra charge. It's all about finding the right connection for you. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash party today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash party. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Really, I like what you're saying about the career stuff because I think for me, it was twofold. The career was the means to the end of being fulfilled and happy, right? Like it got me to that place. Yeah. Um, and there is moments of my career where specifically around the audience of Create and Cultivate because it's like hearing the yeah. stories. I'm sure you have this sure, experience sure, sure. too. Like, but it, doing the actual work, getting the actual accolades, having the, the moment in yeah. the sun. No. I was literally in New York a week and a half ago. We premiered Superfan. I hustled like in a way I can't even describe to get this event made in New York City so that we could actually like have our flowers and have an event. And I was in my sparkly dress. I'm walking down the street and I turned to my makeup artist who's who's done me for, you know, over a decade in New York. And I said, let's remember this moment. And she was like, what? And I was like, this is the last good moment. And she was like, what? That's so dark. <laughs> dark. And I was like, because I'm walking to the premiere and I was like, everything after this is me chasing ratings, me chasing the network for a season two, me not feeling good enough, me like feeling sad. This moment, this hour where I get to walk in the sparkly dress, celebrate myself for getting this show on the air after almost a decade of trying to get it made and being a feeble creator, like this is it. And after this, it literally turns to shit again. Uh, it's like Cinderella. It's <laughs> so true. I remember. So the moment, the, the day I closed the deal on selling Crate and Cultivate, insane moment right it, we, it was insane it was everywhere it was crazy and it, it, we did the closing call I remember specifically like 6 a.m. or something insane because it was like New York people whatever and you're on this closing call and everyone's like the deal is done it's like this weird formality you do whatever and I was like oh my god and like literally right after it I had an immediate podcast with Diane von Furstenberg and I just got on the zoom and I was like I don't know you but like I just 
I just sold my company. And I like had this weird cry with her. And yeah. she was like, oh, honey, I'm so proud of you. And like, yeah. was like amazing. And I was like, thank you. Anyway, back to, and just like immediately went back to work. Yeah, it's that's weird. Like, like okay. you're like, at what point am I going to just like stop? And, and that's, <gasps> isn't that so depressing? We worked yeah. so hard for it. And like, I... You know, and I guess that's why I love podcasting because we have we Lady Gang has been doing it for so long, mm-hmm. not to jump all over the place, but like we have we have been old and very like you know really there for you over the past you know seven eight years, and I think because we've been doing it for so long, we actually do enjoy the ups and downs mm-hmm. because like we know that there's another up and another down around the corner. Something short like a TV show or having a moment like I'm just holding on for your dear life, like and there's. I'm so excited for everyone to see the episodes every week, but I'm also excited for it to just be over and out of my life mm-hmm. because it's just like so difficult. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? This is wonderful, but it's so it's difficult. Hard. It's so hard. It's, it's such so hard work. Difficult. Like, And that's the thing that people don't want to see or know about or like, you know, and I think I think once you tell people that, though, like they're like, oh, yeah, like. I relate to that. But like, I think on the, it's hard because it's like everything looks so glamorous, but I, I, I completely agree with you. I love what you're saying. I, and I think the little nuggets that you shared of what actually fulfill you are so important. Yeah. And I think it's things that you forget about when you're in the hustle bustle of building a business, launching a show, you know, doing the Instagram thing. And it's, it's to you, to your point, when you get to those moments, take the moment and say, this is, this is it. And I need to just absorb this. Yeah. Because it does, it just, it's just after that, it's tough. I know. Like, I would, like, why are you here? Shouldn't you be on an island? <laughs> like, I really had high hopes for you, too. I mean, I look, girl, we're get, we get sucked back in. Oh, my God. Listen, I, I mean, I think also it's like, I think, again, we're very similar. I'd be there for like a week. And I'd be like, all right, well, TikTok what now. <laughs> I know. I know. And do you think that will turn off? Like, is there a certain age? Like, you're 38. I'm 41. <sighs> yeah. Like, I do feel hungrier for calm than I did in my 30s. Yes. It's a different approach, I think, to work. I think I know I don't want to do that again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be so busy that, like, I haven't gone to a doctor or a dentist or worked out and, like, I'm eating, like, a weird, like, craft service in the back. Yes. Like, you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. like a little weirdo in the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to go back to being that person where yeah. it's, like, a truly a shell of a human. Yeah. So I know that. And I think I've taken steps to not do that. Oh, my God, that's your next book. <laughs> shell, shell of a, of a human. human. <laughs> <laughs> From work party to shell of a human. <laughs> the, the, like the come down oh, yes. of like the come down <laughs> of like taking all your own work party advice. No, it's so true. But here's the thing also is like when I sold the company, I thought I was like, oh, this is I've done it. Like now I'll be at dinner with Jessica Alba and Catherine Power <laughs> and like Gwyneth is going to be calling yeah. and I'm ready. And then literally nothing changed. Yeah. So... <laughs> I know. It's like, that was oh, so crazy. Wait. I was so excited. I got invited to a goop dinner and I was like, oh my God, it's me, Kelsey, going to goop. See you there. And then it was a goop dinner Gwyneth wasn't at. Perfect. It was like a goop adjacent dinner. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And the eye patches are the bomb. But like, I was like, I was like, oh, well, not there yet. Like, yeah. I really thought, like, oh, female creators, where's Gwenny? Same, same. See you. Same, 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 same. Look yeah. at me. Quiet luxury, you and I. Oh, I'm getting sued too right now. Yay. You know, like, oh my God. She's like, is that a lukewarm lady at our dinner? <laughs> Who invited this lukewarm lady? Get me a hot tamale. Oh my God. This like really brought my heart to a happy place. 
Well, I, I mean, I didn't ask any of the questions. Okay. But wait, can you tell us about Superfan, though? Yeah, so Superfan is on Wednesday nights on CBS or Paramount+. Plus. You could watch it live, which I think is really cool technology. And then next day, it starts playing again. It's a, it's a music show. So basically, like, I'm such a fangirl of music. So we get the biggest artists in the world, Gloria Stefan, Ella Cool J, Shania Twain, Pitbull. And we search the country for their superfans. And they literally compete for these once-in-a-lifetime prizes. So, like, Gloria Stefan's fan is winning, like, you go, you win the congas from the conga music video. And then you, like, go to her house on Star Island and she cooks you dinner and flies you to Miami. Like, all the prizes are insane. And so I just thought it was cool to make, like, a shiny floor game show that you didn't need any talent. Mm. You don't need to be able to sing. You don't need to be able to like do magic or whatever they do on America's Got Talent. Like you can just be a fan. And I think it's very fitting right now with like what's going on with Beyonce is like, I want everyone to wear silver to my concert and Taylor Swift eras. And like, so it's very fitting. But of course, you know, being me, being a lukewarm lady, I made the most expensive television show you can possibly (laughs) make in the middle of a recession. So that has been awesome because let me just tell you, you don't get the Shania Twains of the world on like a crappy stage. You got have the best stage, the best lights, the best. We have the director of the Oscars directing our show. Like, <laughs> I made some bold choices. I will say, though, fans are what is keeping the economy alive. When you look at Beyonce, Barbie, whatever, like, the only people who are showing up and spending money, it's not the brands, it's the fans. It's the fans. No, it is. And it really is. I think my husband's a music manager. And so it's like the music business has changed so much over the past, like, 15 years, where it used to be selling like getting a record deal and selling CDs or whatever at Target was how you made your millions. Mm. And like since nobody buys music anymore, the only way you can really make money is is touring. touring. And the only way you can tour is if you have one of those fan bases that's like, I have no money and I will spend my last $400 going to your show. Like, I'm now in debt. <laughs> like, I'm okay with putting this on my credit card and then paying 22% interest forever, which Jacqueline would never approve of, you guys. Absolutely do not do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but, like, that's the kind of dedication these yeah. people have. And a lot of tours went out this fall and, like, fell flat. Like, really? People- yeah. I mean, it's hard to go up against that. I mean, it's insane. Like, I re- we were, I was flying back up to Napa and the whole flight was people who had gone to Taylor Swift. And I was, and like, merch and this. And I was just like, you had to fly. You had to get a hotel. Mm-hmm. You bought the merch. You got the tickets. Like, that's a, it's a big a, investment. A, a community college education. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Like, that's yes. crazy. Yeah. But, you know, people... Like, we're in this new creator world where yeah. people are obsessed, yes. and that's what they'll spend on. Yeah, exactly. And so I think it was really cool. Good timing. Yeah, it's good timing. And, like, the stars that we have have such dedicated fan bases and finding— and they really wanted to give back to their fan bases. Mm. So it was really cool. Like, you couldn't just have any star. It needed to be people, people that really, like, had these— insane stories with their fan bases. And so I think it's really special. And it's been really a labor of love. But like, I'm going to be positive here um, because I was crying in the hallway when I saw you. Um, (laughs) It's it's been the hardest work of my life and fulfilling and and also not fulfilling, which I think is how and to sum it up. A lady would describe motherhood. Yes. The most fulfilling part of your life and also not that fulfilled. Like, what would have happened if you hadn't, you know? And that's how I feel right now. I'm like, this is amazing. I feel so happy. I'm so fulfilled. I freaking did it. Go Kelty. Also, I can't wait to get a massage and like eat a vegetable. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the consummate host, you just wrapped the episode for us. So thank you so much for that. I love you so much. Can you tell everyone where they can follow you and watch Superfans? I'm just at Kelty Superfans on CBS and Paramount Plus on Wednesday nights. And Lady Gang is Tuesdays and Wednesdays wherever you get your podcasts. And we have a huge, 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 huge star coming up. 
Amazing. Lukewarm lady signing off. Lukewarm lady getting a hot girl. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Party. If you like what you heard, follow, leave a review, rate the pod, or slide into my DMs. Check out our membership program, Insiders, designed for go-getters and game changers like you. Sign up today at CrateCultivate.com. Follow us at Work Party and at Jacqueline R. Johnson on all platforms. And be sure to head to CrateCultivate.com to keep up with all the latest events, content, and community designed to help you level up your life and career. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.